It's a Bumblecast Mini, sponsored by Wildcard 717. When asked if there was any truth to the rumor that he thought you could show anything to kids as long as there's a happy ending, Don Bluth, director of An American Tale and The Secret of Nim, replied, quote, If you don't show the darkness, you don't appreciate the light. If it weren't for December, no one would appreciate May, unquote. As a writer who works with all-ages media yourself, do you agree with that statement? Why or why not? Oh, Absolutely. Just because it is all ages or children's media doesn't mean they don't need some form of engagement. They are learning the structure of stories and, you know, they don't necessarily have the full scope of experiences that adults do, but they still understand adversity and unfairness and scary things and the ideas of hope and triumph and you know, sticking together is a good thing. There's, there's a lot. Coddling serves no one. This doesn't mean you need to have all your blood and gore first thing. You know, you don't want to desensitize the poor bobbies, but you don't also need to try to shield them from everything. Teach them the basics of right and wrong, that there is darkness in the world and that light and uh, goodness can overcome. So, yeah, don't be afraid to tell a good story just because it's going to kids. Just tell the damn story. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree. We Do Productions has given you the green light to write a third season of Sonic Boom, but has given the Disney treatment, and you only get three 45-minute episodes for each season. The catch is you must choose three of the we just made another boom plots from the Bumblecast. Which three do you choose? I don't even remember them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many have we made at this point? I mean, at least enough for probably two more seasons of boom. <laughs> at least. I mean, some of these could probably be stitched together if there's a strong enough through, through line. Maybe. I think you could build a 45-minute episode about blaze the dignitary coming yeah. to visit hedgehog island okay good i'm glad i'm not the only one who went oh yeah the blaze episode <laughs> and you know maybe have a running subplot of silver predicting doom and gloom with her arrival and he and sticks do a buddy cop thing trying to prevent disaster but end up bringing it about <laughs> and then they all come together to save the day at the end happy ending you know cheers let's go to mad burger wait why are we punishing ourselves um but gosh We've done so many goofy boom riffs. I don't have them committed to memory. Yeah, I, I I can't remember all of them. Let me see. Some people have done some fan art. Thank you very much, by the way, for your your guys' amazing fan art and inspired ideas from the from us. It's uh, it's surprising, and I like it. I like to see. I like to see it. <laughs> I mean, I think we the, had. Like Starline versus Thunderbolt. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. I think I was going to say, didn't we have one where Starline isekais into the Boom universe? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could probably be the third episode, the finale. Use that as an excuse, as a curtain call for everybody as Starline goes through this nightmare scenario of goofy Eggman in a world that he just can't understand. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it ends with him wanting to reform everything and getting isekai out of the franchise. <laughs> well, there you go. 
There you go. So what's our middle one? What's our middle one? Hmm. Can I have? We're we gonna have one where Tangle and Whisper show up, and they're both way more cranked up to eleven. Did we have like Whisper? Like Whisper? Yeah, yeah. Because Whisper was like mute, and her Wisp oh, yeah, did all yeah. the talking. And then, of course, yeah, Tangle was just right. Tangle was just herself, pretty much. <laughs> She's already a boom character, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, that works as another, you know, driving a couple of new characters to help drive the plot along for a more sustained, goofy adventure. Sure, we can go with that. Sure, why not? Uh, I'm being reminded that that was for that might have been for Adventures of I don't know. They both work. <laughs> it works in both. Uh, boom black doom episode. <laughs> uh, the, the stakes are too high. Yeah, I mean, there's some fun. There's some fun I'm ones we've come up with. Boom shadow. Go ahead. The old rumor that Boom Shadow was just gonna be a surfer dude. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You should bring that back. <laughs> the surfboard. The surfboard Marie. <laughs> oh man, that would have been way better. Ah, way better. Way better. Oh, well. The cast of Sonic Boom gets to pick three of the We Just Made Another Boom episode plots for the Bumblecast. Which three do they choose? Well, they'd, they're all a little ego-driven, so they'd all want to pick one that focused on them. Yeah. <laughs> trying to remember. Trying to remember some different ones. Mm, we're, we're kind of on the spot here. Has anybody listed these? I, <laughs> I never committed these to memory. These were just kind of like funsies, whatever. And yeah, yeah. Now I feel bad. What What is the Bumblecast boom continuity? <laughs> <laughs> no one's chronicled this stuff. I didn't keep track of it. <laughs> this is the internet. Sure to God, there's a wiki somewhere that covers this. <laughs> oh, no. Do we need the Bumblecast wiki? Oh, no. <laughs> are, we, are we to that point? <laughs> Hey, if, if there is a interest out there for it, more power to you guys. Yeah, I suppose if you guys want to want to tackle that, uh, if we had time, I might. But uh, uh, we'll see. <laughs> oh man, I do, I do love the Maria <laughs> Surfer Dude Shadow with the surfboard Maria. Uh, this is what you wanted, wasn't it, Maria? A chance for everyone to be gnarly. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. IDW tells readers to call 1-900-720-2666 to kill off a Sonic main character. That's the number DC gave out to kill Jason Todd Robin. Get your mind out of the gutter, Internet. Which character would you each vote for? Which character you do you think the general population would vote for? <laughs> I'd vote Sonic just to see what happened. I mean, same. <laughs> okay. Like, call their bluff. Okay. What, what what happens when your title character isn't in the title anymore? <laughs> we both chose chaos. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I mean, Chaos is already dead. Um, oh, okay, okay. Good point. <laughs> uh, wow, but also, I mean, Shadow. Shadow is also another option. Yeah, I mean, might as well <laughs> since we can't use him properly anyway. <laughs> Who would the general populace choose? I don't know. Is this open to like 
everybody, not uh, just the Sonic fans, but the normies. I would assume the normies, yeah. I think everyone's just going to choose Sonic. <laughs> I would be worried for Tails, because there's still some people out there who, like, legit think of him as the scrappy do of the series and it's like what why when no. why how he's never been never i I, I, I remember reading that in like a game review or something as like who are you and how much paint have you drunk in your life <laughs> uh no i think i think most people would call in to kill sonic because most people are trolls <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I think I mean, would... that's what we voted for. We're no better. <laughs> well, I mean, it would be funny. Uh, no, I'm being told that then Shadow would have to be the main hedgehog. It's like, well, no, he doesn't. Don't, we have Amy. Fix that problem. <laughs> I mean, Silver's there too, but nah, Amy. Electro, the electric Spider-Man villain versus Livewire, the electric Superman villain versus Surge, the electric Sonic villain. The battle royale of electric antagonists of heroes with names starting with S. Who wins and how many light bulbs explode during the fight? I'm going to say all of all the light, light bulbs. bulbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> whole city's worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I hate to say it, but Surge's speed is not going to keep up with literal living lightning characters. And as far as I know, Livewire and Electro can both turn themselves into pure electricity. Correct. Surge is still limited by the fact that she has to remain fleshy. So she'd get in a few hits, but she isn't going to win this one. Um, Even with a dynamo cage? If she has the dynamo cage... Maybe she lasts a little longer, hits a little harder, but that eventually is going to get overloaded and she's going to pop like a balloon. <laughs> uh, As for the other two. For Electro versus Livewire, I, I don't really know enough about their characters to do a proper death battle scenario. Watch the comments say, hey, proper. Um, that's not throwing shade at death battle. You guys do good work. Whatever. <sighs> maybe live wire just by virtue of she goes up against superman and he's in a different weight class than spidey like i love peter don't come at me just he's not on clark's level so but then again it's also hard to say what kind of parallel she's putting out because she's gone up against soups you know sure he shrugs off her shots so how does that equate to peter i don't know i don't have a good litmus for the two of them it's hard to say because, I mean, power levels are so inconsistent between both publishers <laughs> and mm-hmm. and also between writers and incarnations. incarnations. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say Livewire because Livewire is freaking cool. Electro is pretty cool, too, but uh, I, I like Livewire, even though Surge and Livewire are basically the same character. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Surge can just generate electricity from out of nowhere. Livewire and Electro have to draw it from what's around them. They don't just have it. So hmm. so maybe if she can keep out of range. If she can get them away. If she can get them away from anything that generates electricity, including herself, she might be able to, to uh, do something with them. So if she doesn't. She plays the long con. I don't know. Over beating their asses because she's actually holding back. Could she think that far ahead? <laughs> no, but you know, maybe if 
there's like a comm link and kits in her ear saying, you know, this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Or she could just throw a kit at them because they're both weak to water. <laughs> <laughs> Easy fix. Easy fix. It's all done. <laughs> let's talk about shipping. No, let's not. In Sonic's world, do the unlucky mail carriers who get stuck delivering packages to all the little islands get bonus pay? Do they get hazard pay for making Amazon drops in Imperial City? <laughs> okay. Insurance claims for having to drive through that loop loop are insane by themselves. <laughs> this shipping we can talk about. That's fine. <laughs> Although, it does make me wonder how is this, you know how do mail carriers really work? with remote island locations what are the shipping rates and logistics of that because that could be applied sure you know via air via ship mm-hmm. could i don't see why not i mean might be more like drone deliveries and stuff that could be that might make things a little easier your letter sent by carrier flicky <laughs> do they get bonus pay no because there's no money remember Yay. remember there's no money Oh, we have to have a boom episode about money and how it either does or does not exist. <laughs> As for delivering to Eggman, nobody delivers to Eggman. He runs Eggazon. <laughs> Eggazon. He delivers to himself. That's right. <laughs> what do you think he has those, all those bad nicks for to begin with? Yeah, it's true. All right. On average, a person's stride length is roughly equal to 0.413 of their height. Sonic is one meter tall, so his stride is roughly 0.413 meters. Mach 1 is 1234.8 kilometers per hour, which is about 340.29 meters per second. Therefore, Sonic and Mach 1 would have to make 830.5 strides per second. How loud must that be when he escapes from the city? <laughs> I mean, Sonic booms are pretty loud anyway. And you've seen how fast his feet go. It looks like a circle (laughs) flurrying around underneath him. Uh, I think the math checks out. Yeah, sure. Why not? Probably. I mean, I'm I'm not going to double check, but I'll I'll leave that to the comments. Tangle and Whisper entered into the amazing race around the world. How did they make it before one of the other teams eliminates them? Are you kidding? They've got this in the bag. I was going to say, this is like, this is in their wheelhouse, man. I mean, they're practically joined at the hip because they're, you know, partners in accomplishing this. So Whisper's going to be there to direct Tangle and kind of rein her in a little bit. Yep. And whatever terrain Whisper can't handle with her Wisp on, Tangle can handle herself. Nah, they're good. They're fine. They got this easy. Oh, uh, they won. <laughs> yeah, they don't They don't get eliminated. They They just pretty much eliminate everybody else with a sniper rifle because it's Whisper. So, of course, she's going to shoot them. <laughs> An aftershock from the Genesis wave swaps the Sky Patrol with a shield helicarrier and gives all of each the Freedom Fighters one of the powers of the Avengers. Who gets what powers and exactly how long does the Eggman Empire last? All right. So Sal gets the Super Soldier Serum or Super Squirrel Serum in this case. I, <laughs> I mean, the squirrel can be a soldier. <laughs> I mean, really, are you going to say no to Sally dinging somebody with a shield like that? No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, Iron Rotor's kind of baked in. I know that's pre-reboot, but it's right there. Yeah. Um, Does Big get Thor? Does Big Thor, does he wield Mjolnir? (laughs) He is worthy, after all. (laughs) 
No, if we want to go for the deep cut reference, it's Froggy who gets Molnir. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. It's cream, cream, cream hulks out, right? <laughs> no, cream's Hawkeye, except she doesn't have to aim. She just says, Arrow, get him. Oh. Oh, so she's. <laughs> Freaking. She's not a Hawkeye. She's Yondu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, who's not an avenger but you know what might as well be <laughs> big can't lift me on there but he can lift froggy lifting <laughs> uh, antoine gets black widow and he makes this suit look so very good <laughs> i mean he does I mean, Bunny is jealous how good his ass looks in that. Come on, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Amy get Scarlet Witch powers? Uh, or is that pushing it? Yeah, maybe. I'm, t- I'm torn between her and Bunny. Like oh. Bunny's known for flying around in projectiles, but Amy's also known for being ducked out in red and having the kind of quasi-mystic elements. Maybe Bunny's more like Vision. Maybe, but I would more be inclined to say Nicole for Vision. Ah, okay. You know what? You're right. Yep. I'll give you that one. Bunny, I'm, I'm thinking, is more Falcon. High-flying, tech-assisted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Either that or Winter Soldier, because she has one robot arm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Her name is Bunny Barnes. <laughs> Sonic is just Quicksilver. <laughs> Man, it's it's lazy and it's easy, but it's right there. I know, I know. It's way too easy. So does that mean Tails gets relegated to the annoying kid from Iron Man 3? No, don't do that to him. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that. Hulk. <laughs> That's big. That's my secret, guys. I'm always angry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tails is war machine. Okay. Yeah, all right. All, all right, right. I'll give you that one. Okay. I mean, tell me you don't want to see a scene where Sally turns to big old giant green big and says, and big smash. <laughs> big smashes. That's what he does. Uh, do we have everybody? I think that's about everybody. That's enough. Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> uh, I like it. Scarlet Witch. It's, uh, Amy. It's maybe. I don't know. All right. Are there any writing exercises that you would recommend to hone writing skills? Uh, try to write as frequently as possible. Even if you don't have a particular end goal in mind, it doesn't matter. It just keeps you mentally limber. Uh, being able to string words together to construct things on the page can get rusty if you're not doing it all that often. And I'm so used to writing manuscripts that switching over to prose is actually kind of a difficult mental gear shift for me. So I need to follow my own advice and do more prose writing. Um, if you are just starting out and you you really want to just try stuff, take a scene from you know something you enjoy, a movie, a TV show, video game cutscene, whatever, and try to turn that into a script. Or try to write it out as if it were a screenplay and see what it takes to be descriptive and to get the same concepts across without any visual or musical aids. You're just working with pure words. 
And, um, you know, if you have the time and the inclination, fanfic, I feel like it is a great tool to practice writing. It gives you your characters. It gives you your themes. It gives you your interactions. It's basically a starter kit for narrative construction. Mm -hmm. And you can fiddle around with it as much as you want. Take it in different directions. Try different genres. You know, see how it feels. And, you know, you are familiar with the material, so you know where to start. And as you put it together to do your own stories, you know, see what works, what doesn't. Why does this work for you? Why did, why does something not feel quite right? Look at the characters and the situation again, see what they are and how they interact and better understand their construction. Through that, you learn how to write. Yeah, sounds good to me. You've George R.R. R. Martin quite a few popular Sonic characters. I'm talking about Horse Guy. But one thing you've never done is have Sonic kill his own father. That story from Sonic Super Special 12 recently made a list of seven game comics that went off the deep end from a popular YouTube channel, Outside Extra. What do you think is the weirdest story in video game comic history? Well, it's probably in Sonic. I'm going to say that. <laughs> probably. I like how he says, you know... A few popular Sonic characters, you know, uh, horse guy, <laughs> horse guy. His name <laughs> that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we gave him a decent send off, but I don't think anybody was really chomping at the bit for Sir Connery to return. Uh, literally. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I know what I said. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, it's the bumble kiss. We're always horsing around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like Sir Connery. He was weird. <laughs> yeah it was like this, this really weird like sonic's version of beta ray bill <laughs> it's like, he right. was saddled with a pretty heavy backstory yeah 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 i don't know why he existed but you know what i'm glad he did <laughs> uh he really had a long face when he passed though yeah well, I, I didn't mean, miss the being joke paladin night he has to be celibate there's no bridal ceremony in his future <laughs> I didn't miss the joke, guys. Don't worry. I'm not I'm not that dumb. I heard Sometimes it. Sometimes you just gotta power on through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. I just I knew it was there, but you know, if if I stopped to laugh at everything on this show, guys, it would be like <laughs> way longer. And I already laugh at almost everything on this show as it is, so uh, I just... knew I knew I didn't miss long face. I totally heard it. I totally heard it, guys. Come on. <laughs> that was intentional, guys. You yes. know it was. Yes, it was. Yes. I know. I know it was. They know it was. Come on. Uh, I feel like it probably would have been in the early era of video games when the concept of a game with a story wasn't super nailed down. So you'd get stuff like Samus being some super masculine space dude or something like that. You mean she's not? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh but, brazilian mega man boy that is weird yeah okay you know what that might just the, take the crown that might be even weirder than archie sonic i think i think that might be it i think you've done it chat i think you've done it oh dear oh boy <laughs> yeah i don't know i can't think of any others that are on that level because, man, the Brazilian Mega Man is real weird. Hmm. I wonder if that was an Outside Extras video. If that wasn't number one, I want to know what was. 
Mm. All right. <clears throat> We've got a Frontiers spoiler question. People have found quite a few voice lines in Sonic Frontiers, including a reference to Tangle. Was there also a reference to Whisper that got cut, or was it just said so quietly we couldn't hear it? <laughs> but I'm... <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. It's been so long, and I wasn't even sure if those referential lines would make it into the game. Uh, I tried to find instances for everyone I could that would feel organic enough. Mm -hmm. And depending on who you ask, that was already a bit of a stretch. But I don't think there was anything in particular that really would be something like he would reference Whisper for it. I don't think she got mentioned. You didn't even mention Crush 40 lyrics. How dare you? I did ask early, early on if we could have it so that as Sonic was running through the fields, if he didn't really engage in anything, he would start like humming or singing some of the vocal tunes to himself. Yeah. I, yeah. But apparently that was a no-go for various reasons, which is too yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Singing and has different rates and there's the whole union thing. and Yeah. Yeah. At least you got do it to it in there twice. <laughs> and our last question the internet can't seem to agree on what type of genre is the hardest to write some say romance others comedy still others horror in your experience what have you found to be most difficult and what tips would you give to writing that genre uh personally i find romance the most difficult um i feel like my, my personal uh inclination towards romance is very schmaltzy mm -hmm. and i'm kind of self-conscious about it <laughs> I really haven't had a lot of opportunity to explore it, so I'm not confident in it, and I have nothing to recommend because I feel like that's the blind leading the blind. You know, I don't feel like I do it particularly well or with confidence, so I'm not really going to be able to advise anybody on that. Mm -hmm. Comedy is definitely hard, but I feel like comedy is subjective enough that you have a bit of an out with, you know, oh, it's just not somebody's particular sense of humor. I mean, I managed to land the funny with Bean, and it's like, oh, crap, now I have to hit that every time. Yeah. And that's a bit terrifying, but I don't know. I feel like once you get into a certain rhythm or if you understand what you're doing with a property, it, it can come naturally enough. Same with horror. I mean, what horrifies people varies from person to person. Their tolerance is going to be wildly different. But I think there's some underlying universal fears that you can tap into whether it's you know the very esoteric or just the very guttural that comes down to pacing and uh god who said it now that basically horror and comedy are the same thing it's all down to timing i suppose in a sense is that why horror is so funny to me sometimes <laughs> maybe 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 i'm just broken that's pretty likely too to be fair well, I don't have anything to add on this because I don't write, so that's okay. Thank you to Wildcard717 for sponsoring this mini. If you want one of your own, head over to patreon.com slash bubblecast, ko-fi.com slash bubblecast, or become a YouTube member. We're out! And that's all she wrote. Yeah.